This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode 511, and we are recording this from coronavirus studios this time. <laughs> fucking everybody is fucking sick at this point. Yeah. Everybody is sick. And it's funny because like, you know, like the whole coronavirus, we talked about this sure, before, sure. right? It's like all the kids in my house have gotten sick. Like the kids that live with me full-time, the kids that live with me part-time, kids down the street who one time looked at my house, they're all <laughs> they're fucking all sick, sick at right, this point. Right. And my son, I, I texted my, my son who doesn't live with me and I'm like, hey, you can't come over this week. You know, like Donovan is... Yeah. Daddy just, doesn't love you anymore. Every, yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah. you know, when next week doesn't look yeah. hot either, yeah, no, you know? It just, is there any way you can graduate and just look, never talk to me again? There's a reason I left you. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Fuck. But like, uh, I was like letting him know, like, hey, everybody here is sick sure. and I want you to get yeah, sick, don't you know? And he's like, and then later I was like, oh, things are looking... At, we're just chatting. Yeah. And he's like... My wife hasn't lived with me for like three weeks because I've been sick. <laughs> <laughs> she's been somewhere else. She just goes, she's Airbnb, gone. I'm yeah, out. gone, I'm done. I'm tapping it out. You sniffled once, I'm leaving. She's like, I keep these bags in a car. I have a go bag for when exactly. you sniffle. <laughs> so he texts it back. He's like, wait, so it wasn't coronavirus? And I'm like, no, stupid. Like, why would he have like coronavirus? What are you talking yeah. about? We're not in fucking Wuhan. Yeah, yeah, your stepbrother just got back from China. Right. His, his whirlwind tour of the Great Wall. <laughs> and he just came back. He saw all the like, porcelain army guys or whatever those things are. <laughs> He went over there and did all that. It's so funny because it's like, uh, it, no, like everybody's just got like fucking strep and like all the rest sure. of the regular maladies that go around. What What is so funny about the coronavirus is that it is uh, hitting its peak right when normal flu season hits. Right. And so everybody thinks they have this other thing. Right, yeah. No, you just, you probably got a cold, a severe cold, Possibly the flu depends. Right. Probably not the flu. The yeah. flu is pretty debilitating. Right. Yeah. Uh, I had a fever last week for the first time in a long time. I've never. I haven't. I don't get colds with fevers. That's right. very rare for me. I, but I still hesitate to call it the flu. I don't think it was the flu. Yeah, I you, think it. If you don't go get tested, like you, then can't you just really don't know, know yeah, right? Yeah. Right. So I and I had gotten the flu shot, mm -hmm. so I was pretty sure it wasn't the flu. Well, that's how you get the flu. Yeah. Yeah, little <laughs> known fact. <laughs> If you're fucking stupid, yeah. that's how you get the flu. All you have to do is eat some fried chicken. You get avian flu virus. <laughs> that's all happens. That's how this works. I got yeah. the swine flu. Swine some, flu. some pulled oh, pork. Bacon. Uh, uh, it's worth it. Yeah. Oh. Fucking worth it. You know, like when you eat so much, your blood feels thick. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like you're just what like. What do you mean, morning? <laughs> <laughs> you're just like laying there and your esophagus is full and you're like, uh, that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot for me. That's yeah. swine flu. Yeah. That's just all that is. Like when that's all pulled pork. 
up to the point of your esophagus. You could just take a squeegee and just get the meat sweats right <laughs> off of me with it. That's, that's, that's the good stuff. There's right vegetarians there. in our audience right now like, the meat sweats? <laughs> yeah, motherfuckers, you haven't lived until you've eaten so much meat that your body's like, that's living. Whoa! I don't know that's living time. I think that's nearly dying. <laughs> I think that's what that is. I got three little letters for you. IRS. If they can get Capone, they can get you. Here's you, right? Pink, Pinkman. Get it? Okay. Here's your cash. You're out on the town. Who's this? It's the tax man. And he's looking at you. Now, what does he see? I'm a drug dealer. Eh, wrong. Million times worse. You're a tax cheat. This story is from Right Wing Watch. Uh, Dear David Barton, there's a difference between <laughs> nonprofit and tax exempt. We should listen to it. Uh, this is David Barton on uh, one of the shows that has him on that thinks he has something to say. Churches are tax exempt and we're told they cannot get involved in politics, right? I mean, that's what that's what everybody tells churches. You can't get involved in politics. May I? And uh, yep. the president did relax the Johnson Amendment a little bit. I don't think he'd relax it in, like where it's completely gone. Oh, but if he could, he would relax and lean right into exactly. it. Exactly. Like <laughs> <laughs> you know, to be honest, uh, it's all about the enforcement of it. Yeah. And he has shown, especially in the last few weeks, that he is a micromanager when it comes to enforcement of things. Holy shit. <laughs> you so, are not kidding yeah, about so, that. So, so... He could easily, if someone were to say, tweet at him and say, uh, President Trump, our organization is being investigated by the IRS. I guarantee he would use his power to make that a more lax well, yeah, and investigation. Like, to, to your point about enforcement, like, like it was the case, I don't remember when I read this, a few years back, but it was the case that there was like four agents in the entire IRS. Yeah, oh yeah, no, yeah. Assigned to like enforcing, it's not a, and then those guys all got fired. Yeah, there are zero people assigned right now in the eyes. It's not enforced. It's at all. not. En it's not an enforceable thing. It's probably enforced through complaint. I right. would imagine more than anything else. It's not like someone is monitoring them. What it is is that there is a group of of people out in the world, like the FFRF right. and other places, that might say, "Hey, this person is." Uh, he is politicizing from the pulpit. You need to go take a look at this person or this gal and they go look at him. Right. And that's, I think, the only time that it happens. But he also did sign an executive order that said, I want to relax this. Now, whether or not that had any effect, because I looked at a politic politifact mm -hmm. and, it, and it said mostly false, even though he's telling everyone what he did was so great, especially the religious people, right. even though Trump and, and they here is Trump, is saying, look at what great things I've done for you, evangelicals. The real nuts and bolts of it is that he might not have done much at all. Yeah, but like, it doesn't have any teeth. At, like, because right. I'm trying to think of a single time, and I know I would have run across it in all my story hunting and all the years. Oh, I like, know. I, you're right. You're, if, you are right. If, if there was ever one church that lost its tax-exempt status because of politicizing sure. from the pulpit, I know I would have read about yeah. it. And I've never once read about yeah. that actually. It's not happened. something that we can remember. And we cover stories constantly. It's not like it's not like a kid fucking story, which right. happens every 30 seconds. It happens so much. The kid fucking stories yeah. are so plentiful in my in my like when I'm trolling yeah. for news for the show that like unless there's something particularly interesting, which is horrible yeah. to say, I gotta relay a funny story. So everybody, I was mentioning before, everybody in my house got sick over the last like two weeks. It's been a goddamn plague, right? I'm very so, worried where the story's going. It, it, I mean, so, if it leads in with kid fucking and then it goes it, to this, it, I'm okay. I'm right. in a Hold very on. weird spot right now. 
So my my stepson my hand is over the sensor. Keep going. So part of me part of me wanted to change the scope of the story. Yeah. It's just so my stepson runs to the bathroom. He gets sick. He doesn't make it right. Mm -hmm. So he ends up just being sick yeah. all he over. Slides the into third base. Right. <laughs> and so I go in there and like I got bleach and sure. masks and I yeah, clean yeah. the 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 horror show up. And it, as part of that mess. Like some of some of the mess got in a like a bucket that has like kid toys for the bathtub in it, right? And so I looked at it and I thought for about a quarter of a second about cleaning those toys. And then I thought, toys are things you can buy. And I threw it in the garbage, right? Because there's no world where I'm cleaning vomit off of baby dolls, right? Oh no, I totally get it. I no, or I one hundred percent get it. Or so I thought. Okay. Later that day. My stepdaughter's like, oh, where's my baby alive toys? And I was like, oh, I pitched the fuck out of those. I, was like, <laughs> I threw that shit in the trash. Like your brother puked all over sure. it. And I was not going to clean vomit out of their little baby alive hair. And then her eyes got all fucking anime big and sad. And she was super upset. And I was like, Aah! and I went out to the garage and I'm like, fine, I'll fish the fucking vomit toys out of the garbage can for you. And like, so I fill this, the, the whole story has a point, I promise. So I fill this bucket full of water and bleach. And then I get these two baby alive dolls. And the best part is their name. And I walk over and oh, I put no. them in, I put them in the water. Sure. And they float. And I was like, oh, well, that's not going to sanitize them. And so there's this moment of my day where I have my hand on the chest of a naked baby doll and I'm pushing it underwater. And it's, these dolls, by the way, their mouths are open to accept a bottle and that's where the water comes out or the <laughs> bubbles come out, right? So I'm holding this doll under the fucking Baby, water so while, while, while bubbles are blip, blip, blipping out of its mouth and it's fucking it's dead the, doll eyes are staring out of the, the water. It's the scene from, it's the scene from Godfather when he's right. dunking that baby in the fountain. And I'm just like drowning these fucking baby dolls in the garage and I'm like, man, if the police show up now, it just looks weird. <laughs> It just, it just, and they, but incidentally, I could not get them to fill with enough water to be submerged. So eventually I got bored fucking Simo drowning these fucking baby toys. So I just grabbed paint cans. <laughs> I was hoping you put a brick on them. <laughs> and I was like, amazing. Eh, nah, you're dead. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> I point out something. I did not realize this until this week from this standpoint. Did you know that Planned Parenthood is the same nonprofit that the church is? Nope. No. Nope. No, see, numbers and letters mean things. So churches are 501c3 organizations, mm -hmm. yeah. and Planned Parenthood is a 501c4. And the difference is a 501c4 is specifically allowed to engage in political discourse. It doesn't, does, I think Planned Parenthood has a 501c3 wing. Yes, yeah. So they have a 501c3 yep. wing, but they also have another political action mm -hmm. one that is completely... Text. Yep. Just it's text, just like everything yep. else. Yeah. The the organ the part of the organization of Planned Parenthood that's the 501c4 can engage in political discourse, but they pay taxes on yep. any revenues that come into the 501c4. Yeah. Anything that comes into the 501c3 is tax exempt. But David Barton is not one to be dissuaded by. Oh facts. no, oh no, no, now, no. Has anybody told Planned Parenthood they can't be involved in politics? Oh my gosh, no they're kidding. endorsing candidates like crazy. They're pouring yeah. millions into electing Democrats. Uh, how come we're not, uh, we ought to be saying to churches, hey, you're nonprofit, Planned Parenthood's nonprofit, don't tie your hands behind your back. Why don't you get as bold as Planned Parenthood? I mean, they are. Yeah. 
Like we, and like, that's the thing. Yeah, we cover constantly on this show. Like Yahoo's like Jim Baker. You want to pretend his show is not 86% politics? Yeah. He talks about Trump all the time. These guys talk about, they veil it in this fucking couched bullshit language about, I had a dream and a dream is a vision and not just something boring that happens when my brain is dying. <laughs> and like, and then they tell you about the time they went to heaven yeah. and their fucking magic Star Trek beamer machine or however they fucking yeah, get there. Yeah. And then it turns out Trump was there riding a motorcycle across the open <laughs> plains or whatever crazy yeah. shit they're spouting. Yeah. And we're supposed to pretend that that's non-political? Sure. Well, also, how about the other people that are on the opposition are the devil. Right. Those are people are Satan. That's yeah. not political. Are yeah. we seriously saying right. that a side is evil and a side is good and you need to make a choice in the ballot box? I sure hope you choose the good side. It's not like he's right. coaching people to choose the evil side that he has clearly gone out of his way to say is evil 160 times in the last broadcast. I'm not endorsing any candidates, but what I am saying is that Hillary Clinton is possessed by demonic exactly. forces. Exactly. I, uh, if yeah. you read between the lines, yeah. that's kind of on you. And you make your own decisions out there. <laughs> You're going to have to deal with the consequences. God. I love how they pretend that they're church is hamstrung or like, oh yeah. Well, our hands are tied. We're really just we're playing by the rules here at the church. Yeah. You're just like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking? Well, you know, we're the little guy. Yeah. The yeah. churches. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Speaking out about candidates and philosophies about who needs to be in office. I, I just thought that that was a really cool reminder that when you look at Planned Parenthood, nobody goes after them saying, hey, you're nonprofit. You can't get involved in politics, but they're going after churches. So we need- Literally nobody's going after yeah. the church. Literally Not no one church has ever churches. been shut down. Also, how many times have they tried to pull all the funding for Planned Parenthood from the government? Yeah, like all the time. How We're many doing times? It right now. How many times? Yeah. Didn't they do it? Didn't they successfully like strip them of a significant amount of their funding recently? I think so. And they've always had that- uh, that caveat that you cannot use this money for any kind of abortion. Yeah, for abortion services. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. They, they they've always provide, had like, that caveat. Women's health services yeah. up to but excluding yeah. Yeah. the health service of abortion. You're allowed to slap the shit out of a woman with this, but other than that, we don't let you do anything else with it. Recognize that we've got greater standing than we think we do. And my gosh, don't tie our hands behind our backs and get silent, especially as this election's approaching. How much does David want David Barton want his hands tied behind oh, his I, back. Right, right? That guy is just so much. He wants he someone wants, to tie his He wants his somebody hand. to stick a monument right up inside <laughs> him. I got something here. I want to see if you know what this is. A cube. A cube. That's right. Yeah, I like that. Do you know why that's a cube? We don't exactly know who Q is. A Q is not one person, okay? Q's plan to save the world. Yeah, that's it. And that is the letter Q. All right, this is an AP story from AP News. QAnon conspiracy theory creeps into mainstream politics. I can't believe that someone is sitting in the audience. They're talking about a Donald Trump rally. Yep. Uh, one of his white nationalist rallies that he gets <laughs> I love that we're paying for that, though, yeah, guys. Right, hey, yeah. Glad that's know. coming out of your taxpayer dollar. Paying but, for uh, it. But in any case, he's he's on the stage and he has a seizure of some sort <laughs> that he constantly has and he moves his hand and a woman in the audience a 51 year old woman a goddamn adult 
looks at yep. someone next to them and says, did you see? Did you see? He just traced a cue. He made the sign he of made the cue. A, he made a, a fucking, he made a secret sign to the audience that he is on your side. Man, and, and thank you because like, Everything to these fucking knuckleheads is a goddamn symbol. Yeah, yeah. Every fucking thing is a goddamn symbol. Not everything is a goddamn symbol. That's not how that works. Right. Like, you know, like, like it's funny because like I, I went to school and I have a degree in English lit. And so when you when you've got a degree, when you're reading literature, you're looking for metaphors, right? You're sure. looking for symbols to try to get to try to see if there's access to a deeper meaning within the story, right? And you can you can go down a rabbit hole that is totally non-constructive where you look for this kind of bullshit, right? Where you you go three steps from the facts and you're like, okay, well, I mean, he moved his hands and his hands were vaguely in the shape of a zero and a zero is one initial away from a Q, but at the same time he was making the zero, he held up his other hand with his finger. Now that other hand could intersect with the zero on his right hand. That's a Q. By God, it's Q and on. <laughs> and like, it's easy to do sure. if you're a fucking numbskull, sure. right? Yeah. It's easy to pull yeah. pieces together, but it isn't useful. And anybody who has like any fucking modicum of sense to them will realize like that there there is a place in the world for metaphor. Like there is. And like it is it is a legitimate enterprise to read something and to explicate through what somebody has said to gain access to deeper meaning. It is entirely another thing to look at a goddamn political figure and say he moved his hands yeah. in a certain way. Right, right. If he was sending a fucking signal to Q, why wouldn't he use the fucking like American Sign Language Q. Why wouldn't he just tweet it? That's right. what he does with all of his orders. I, no Why shit, Why not right? just tweet it at somebody? But and, he loves this Q yeah. shit, right? This is a base of yahoos, and he doesn't push these guys away, and he never corrects them. Right. Anybody who's on his side, even for the most like obnoxious reasons, white nationalists love him. He never corrects them. He's never He never repudiates the stupid, the evil, the mean-spirited. Instead, he com he's complicit, you know, he, he yeah, seeks, sure. he doesn't actively go out there and say like QAnon is real, but when the Q people tweet him and attach him to things, and when the white nationalists do the same shit, he doesn't push that shit no, away he either. He never, he never has a press conference that says, I want to distance myself from David Duke. Right. He never has that press conference. Or this conference. QAnon shit yeah. is all made up. This is all goofy. Right. Why, what is wrong with you people? There's no, there's no rape pedo place underneath a pizza place. You people are nuts. Right. Nobody says that. Instead, he just, he, he talks about the deep state because it helps him. I know. Because it's useful to him. Our politics are being genuinely influenced by this fucking Absolutely. nonsense. Absolutely. This complete and utter garbage. Like, and that matters. It matters because like the decisions, the decision makers that we are going to choose are going to, in some part, be elected. Yeah. Based on a, series of just nonsense, yeah. anonymous internet hearsay yeah. bullshit. Mm -hmm. Like that should not be the world we're living in. Like at some point we have to like look around and be like, we're building our own dystopia. We're doing all the things Absolutely. that all the dystopic books told us like, and we were in high school reading them being like, well, I'll never live in that world. That's just an allegory for like a bit. And then you're just like, we're doing it intentionally. Like we... One of my favorite like moments of realization when like I realized like wait a minute it was like do you did you read uh, Brave New World? I did, yeah, long time ago though because I don't remember much of it. That's all right. So do you like they used to give out a drug in Brave New World? They used to give out a drug to make the populace like sleepy and complacent Soma, called Soma. It? Yeah, 
That's and a that's real legitimately thing. a drug name thing. Now. Yeah, that's real. Thing. And when that came out, I remember it was one of those moments we've talked about before. Where I'm like, no, <laughs> you didn't. That's from a. That is from a. That's a bad drug from a dystopic novel to keep people complacent and sleepy. And it is one of those, as I recall, it is one of those. It's like antidepressants. A, yeah. yeah. And then like. Then later, like I think the same year, I realized that there's a company making a product called Soylent. Yeah, Soylent is a real thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, that's all. It's just we're it's, just in a world where we can't even yeah. parody ourselves yeah. anymore. The Soylent thing always made me laugh because you you want to ask the guy. You watched the movie, right? Right. <laughs> you right. saw the movie. Spoiler: It's made from people. people. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I just like we're like we're doing stuff yeah. in a, in a in a way yeah. now where I'm looking. Yeah. I'm less like. Yeah, we fucking I we know better yeah. because we made fun of it and yeah. we said, "Well, I don't want to live in that world. Yeah. Let's read it in high school and all be like, the world is shitty if yeah. we do this." And then we're just like, "I'm gonna do that then immediately." I wonder if I wonder if you know how they always say that when you're a conservative, uh, you get to be a conservative as you get older. Yeah. I wonder if as you get older, you just notice that it's more, it's been a dystopia the, the whole time. time. <laughs> right. Maybe that's the case. Maybe, maybe like, maybe it's Piggy's head has been on a fucking stake. It's been a dystopia <laughs> our whole life. We just didn't realize it right. until recently. Yeah. 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 We've been dancing around a fucking pig's head for fucking 40 <laughs> years of my life, and I didn't know it. Blueberry pie and cream. It's the most marvelous blueberry pie that I've ever tasted. Holy Toledo. What's happening to your face? Cool it, Dad. Let me finish. Yeah, but your face is turning blue. Violet, you're turning violet, Violet. What are you talking about? I told you I hadn't got it quite right yet. You can say that again. Look what it's done to my kid. It always goes wrong when we come to the dessert. Mm. Always. Oh, this is fucking amazing. This is Right Wing Watch. They, they, they threw this up on Twitter. It's just a clip of uh, Jim Baker. He's got the solution, guys. It's a silver solution. <laughs> silver fox as Here a silver go. solution. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, not a silver fox. He is not, no. He looks like he looks like uh one of those, you know when you make an avatar on a Wii, a yeah, me or whatever? Yeah, he does. He looks like a me with no hair and a gray beard. He does. He would be the easiest me he to make. He would be the easiest me. Oh. Yeah. Here we go. This influenza that is now circling the globe. It's not an influenza. So it's it, it let's start there. Yeah. Let's All right, start we're already there. wrong. Yeah. Second word. <laughs> <laughs> you got this right. Yeah, yeah. This. Influenza is yeah. wrong. Yeah. Not hey, influenza. Here's the thing. Influenza is still killing people around the globe. Oh, yeah. Absolutely hey, killing it'll people. It'll do it next year, yeah, too. It's going to keep doing it. It's not going to stop. It's nope. not going to slow down. It's always going to kill. And it's going to kill millions of people a year. Yep. Every single year from now until ever. <laughs> and it's maybe going to get worse. Really, really much worse yep. in the future. Yep. It could get so bad that it goes back to 19, what is it, 17 19, levels. 18 or 17, yeah. 19, 17 right. levels where half the, like, half the population <laughs> of the world is just, I'm shitting out everywhere. I'm going to die real soon. My lungs yeah. are made of tissue yeah. paper now that I made of anything. No, I'm dead. Oh, I just shat my lungs out. Yeah. That crazy fucking uh, flu pandemic in the 19 teens killed more people than World War I and World War II. Yeah. That's fucking insane. It's an it's it's and it's one of those things that you don't really think about, but that was a pandemic that was within at this point just out of a century. Yeah. It's just out of a century. But it's funny because like it was a it was a flu pandemic 100 years ago and like things haven't changed, right? So like we do not have 
we do not have a universal flu vaccine that works for every they type have of to, flu. They have to right? make it every year. To it's make new it every, every year. year. It's newer every so, year. And part of the reason that that flu spread as quickly as it did is for the first time you had this dissemination of all these troops returning from the war and they brought the flu back home. So yeah. it moved all globally. But people move faster now. Faster and than more. sending the fucking and more troops people. And more, and more yeah. people. So like, it's not like it's not like when we were looking at like, oh, remember the bubonic plague? And you're like, yeah, I could take antibiotics and I don't get the plague now. Yeah. It's like the flu will still fuck you up. Yeah. That could still happen like, Next flu season could be next could flu be season. This, it could be that. It could be. It could. It could be just instead of a few million, it could be hundreds of millions right. of people could, could die. Orders of magnitude it could, worse. It could be a billion yeah. people die from right. it. That's that's not an uh, that's not outrageous to think that no. a billion people could die from the flu, no. especially with as populated as the world is and as how how easily we get around. Right. Yeah. We like to think that like oh yeah we've got we've got so many more options things we've got like not when it comes to viruses yeah. like that. Yeah. I. I I don't know what Tamiflu can do. Well, yeah, and Tamiflu is Tamiflu is reasonably effective, and and they've actually found that some of the um, antiretroviral drugs that are effective in treating HIV are also effective in treating some of yeah. these pneumonia causing yeah. viruses, like the coronavirus, and also yeah. like some of the virulent strains of influenza. So I'm not saying there's no other options, but like, but it, with it's a, not with, it's with, not like a cure, yeah. like antibiotics, and with are. some bad turns and bad right. policies, you could easily see something like this yes. easily spiral out of control. Right. We do a pretty good job of keeping it in control. But again, like we said, millions of people every year die of the flu. Yep. You're saying that silver solution would- Okay, so he's holding up essentially a hydro hydrogen peroxide bottle right. with a label on it that just says silver solution. <laughs> That's all it says on it. It's yeah. in blue, says silver solution. No one has any idea what's the contents presumably silver. Right. That's the one content we could guess, but we're not sure. Well, to be fair, the bottle was white before all the colloidal silver went in it. And <laughs> now then it's, it turned blue. And now it's smurf blue. smurfed out. And yeah. there you go. Be effective. Well, let's say it hasn't been tested on this strain of the coronavirus, but it's been tested on other strains. Can we just say it hasn't been tested? Right. Let's just say not been tested. I love it. She's like, it hasn't been tested on this strain of the coronavirus like that one, then it literally does not matter. Yeah. <laughs> like it literally, like, whatever you say after that sentence yeah. literally cannot yeah. matter. Exactly. It is impossible yeah. for the next sentence yeah. you say to make yeah. any difference. Sorry, you didn't download the update. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Can't, can't log in. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, on other strains yeah. of the coronavirus and has been uh, able to eliminate it within 12 hours. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. SARS was not defeated. Like, so coronaviruses are called coronaviruses because they look like they have a corona under a microscope. Like they have like a certain shape to them. Sure. Like SARS was another type of coronavirus. They didn't beat SARS because somebody drank a bunch of colloidal silver. Someone happened to have a hydrogen peroxide bottle right. along with them. Yeah. Get the fuck and out of it here. It kills it and deactivates it. Yeah. And then it boosts your immune system. So then you can support the recovery because when you kill the virus, then the immune system comes into action to clear it out. So you what? want. Wait, Wait what? what? I got to hear that again. I don't, I don't know that I understood it. I don't think I don't know that it can be understood, Tom, <laughs> All right. but I want to hear it again just to see if I didn't um, understand. So then you can support the recovery because when you kill the virus, then the immune system comes into action to clear it out. So you want... Oh, I think she's saying that the thing kills the virus and then the immune system is the janitor that mops up the jizz pile after the... And that's why you recover from illness? I don't. It aids in recovery because the thing that was making you sick is gone. 
And then your immune system kicks in. Well, your it, immune system up until that point was just like, eh, I didn't know what to do. Fuck it. I yeah. gave it the office. Whatever. A vibrant immune system as yeah. well as an ability to deactivate these viruses. That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. We got to get a clip of her just being like, that's uh, so good. Oh, there we go. That's so good. <laughs> A Bible-based marriage is between one man, a woman, another woman, yet another woman, a few more women, an adulterer, and a pack of raped whores. And frankly, enough booty to make a Mormon compound seem quaintly understaffed. This is from foxnews.com. Utah law would decriminalize polygamy among consenting adults. I just want to say that doesn't Cody Brown from that reality show, the TV reality show Sister Wives, doesn't he look like a sort of House of Pancakes version of Sammy Hagar. <laughs> <laughs> right? Doesn't he, he look? Does. Doesn't he, he does. look? He looks like he's going to take your order and every year he goes as Sammy Hagar for Halloween. <laughs> right? He does. He looks like Sammy Hagar and boysenberry syrup had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> or like 16 oh, babies with like seven different pancakes. I know, I know. <laughs> He's got all different Mormon <laughs> names for him. <laughs> I, I actually grabbed this story, not because I actually give a shit about, like I care about polygamy in the sense that it's often a way for very young, non-consenting I girls agree with that, yeah. If it's not- To be like yeah. roped into yeah. something I terrible. I agree with that. I think that's horrible. It's horrifying, right? It's, it, it, that's 100% wrong. The, the law making it legal for consenting adults may actually do some good by shining some light, like being like, hey, there's a legal way to practice. So anybody practicing this- religious tradition in an illegal way sure. is kind of going out of their way now. You know, when when it's all illegal, it's sort of like, you know, when all drugs are illegal, it's like, what's the fucking difference? I'm breaking the law, I'm breaking the law. Sure. But it's like, ah, you can do this without breaking the law, without being evil. So now all the people who are going out and fucking kids and pretending that it's a religious mar marriage ceremony, like that shines a different light now, on those guys. Now, if you have to register, because your family wouldn't be the one that would support you in the sense that they right. wouldn't tell on you now. Now they'll say, oh no, you can be polygamous now. Right. Go ahead and be polygamous. Right. Why you have yeah. to get a 14-year-old weirdo? Yeah, you don't have to do that. You can right. go out and marry whoever you want. But a couple of things I think are kind of interesting with this. The first is like, where are all the fucking religious zealots that were opposed to gay marriage, saying marriage is one man and one woman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, where you at? Where you at, guys? Yeah. Because this isn't one man and one woman. This is one man and a woman and a woman and a woman and a woman. Sure. You know, or yeah. the other way, I don't think it I don't works think it goes in the other Utah way. the yeah. other way, but I yeah. don't think they could make the law not sure. work the other way. Yeah. So where are all those fucking assholes now? Protesting and picketing and up in arms. Where's the Fred Phelpses? Where's all the rest of those assholes with their dumbass argument that marriage is between one right. man and one right. woman? Oh, they're strangely silent. When it's like, oh, I don't want to piss off my Mormon brothers. They have a billion dollars socked sure. away or yeah. however much they've they, got. They have, every, they have every way to try to manipulate anybody's uh, view of this through mass marketing. Right. They can, and they can, and they, and they might do it if it, if it is something that I think the main church wants to do. They could do something like, they could easily sure. sway an entire, Utah is first the easiest sway to, state to sway. I mean, let's be real frank here. You can sway Utah into killing itself tomorrow. <laughs> but, but the fact is, is that they could easily, I think, sway the public of Utah to make this a law. I don't know how this deals. I don't know where federal law steps in and what, what happens there. Well, too. that's the other thing I wanted to talk about is like where this gets like super fucking weird is like 
most states have reciprocal agreements from state to state to recognize your marriage. So if you are married in one state and you move to another state, you're still married and all the same legal protections apply, right? That got weird when some states were recognizing gay marriage and then other states didn't. And so like there were circumstances where people would get married in one state where it was legal, a gay couple get married, then they move to another state and then that state didn't recognize their marriage and then they would want to get divorced. Right. And they couldn't get divorced. So they'd have to move back to the state where they got married because in the state where they lived, they weren't actually married, but they kind of were and they kind of weren't. So they created this weird middle ground. I am really curious what this is going to do for the reciprocal nature of recognizing marriage. Like, especially if you don't marry all the same people in sequence, because my first thought was like, oh, well, they'll just recognize the first marriage. But what if you got married to three people all the same day? Yeah. 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 Like, do they recognize none of them? Are they forced to recognize all of them? Yeah. And is the honeymoon like a relay race then? <laughs> I'm just, I don't know how this works. So You're just like running yeah. with your dick out. Tag your it, tag your it, tag your it, tag your it, tag your it. Well, let me like tell a- you, that's what they do anyway, Tom. Uh, <laughs> it's like a weird duck, duck, yeah. goose situation. <laughs> I, I, uh, like you, I am not of the mind that consenting adults need me there to no. decide whether or not their love is important enough to be between <laughs> right. one or a group. Right. If you want to be a group think and have your little coven of whatever, yeah. do what you want. Yeah. That's on you. I don't care. It doesn't, it's not my deal. It's not my, it's not how I'm affected. I'm not affected by it at all. Right. The only way I could be affected by it is if there's something that happens, say, insurance wise, right? Because if you're paying less premiums or something like that, that may cause some issue, right? There may be some weird okay. insurance stuff that could oh, happen, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. So I don't know how it works, right? Ha! But yeah, because usually you pay employee, then employee plus spouse, then yeah. employee plus family. Yeah. So what is it? What is it? What goes in? You'd probably have to just say family member is a family member, period. Now I worked for a corporation that allowed any other domiciled adult to be put on your insurance. Really? As a, as just a, it doesn't matter who you are. You could be, and you don't have to be even married. As long as you happen to be in the same household and you're together, they would allow you to do it. So that's very uh, yeah. progressive. So it was. Uh, so I've 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 worked for places like that too. So that maybe it would change that way. But I again, I hope this becomes something really big, and insurance companies are scratching their head over it. So then we can all just go, let's go single payer then, because yeah. single payer fixes everything. I don't have to Nobody worry about cares. it. Yeah. Nobody cares anymore. Simple solution yep. to weird problems. Yeah. <laughs> China has total respect for Donald Trump's. Very, very large a brain. They call her Pocahontas. I am the chosen one. You are fake news. Okay. I am the least racist person. Oh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. To come here. Grab him by the pussy. Stop it. So, Tom, this week in Trump, uh, there was some weirdness that happened uh, with, uh, with Trump this week. Now, we missed last week. Uh, we had recorded early. Yes. But we, we did predict what was going to happen in the Senate. Yep. We were able to predict that they would acquit Donald Trump. We figured it was going to be on party lines. We were wrong yeah, on Mitt the Romney. Se- in the sense that Mitt Romney did vote for one of the charges. Yep. Uh, uh high crimes and misdemeanors. He he was the one who said that that was that the president was guilty of that. He did not think that president obstructed Congress. So right. he he did not vote against that. That was straight party line. But he is the first and only person in the history of the United States to vote against his party's president in the in in the Senate 
impeachment, impeachment trial. Yeah. So it's it's a it's an important big deal. It is, uh, and he's being rung over the coals by it. Even by people in his own family, he's being rung over the coals. It's, it's ridiculous. His, his niece or whatever, who is the RNC something muckety muck in in Utah, is saying there should be a recall vote. They're being very vicious to him. They're being awful to him. You and, know, if somebody has a different opinion, yeah. we should hang them out to dry forever. Uh, he's He was called traitor by yeah. people. So he's he's being, at this point, beaten Doesn't about that tell the you how fair that trial was? Oh, yeah, right? Like, how fair, how wonderfully fair and fact-based is a trial where if reasonable people can come to different conclusions, which is what the Republicans were saying, right? One of the one of the things that Republicans said a lot is reasonable people can come to different conclusions. But what they meant is, we can come to different conclusions as a Borg yeah, think, and you a, can yeah, come to different exactly, conclusions yeah, as a Borg. Yeah, think. and it was it was a really appalling how they're treating him. For genuinely, don't get me wrong, I'm not a Mitt Romney fan. No. I've never been a Mitt Romney fan. Uh, Mitt Romney was I was I thought he was so boring. I did not think he could ever be president when he ran. I was laughing when he was running. It was it was absurd that he yeah. was running for president. Uh, he. Uh, I do not think he deserves any special accolades for his decision here because it is literally the bare minimum that you could ask someone to do. Listen to a trial and vote their conscience. It's literally the bare minimum. He's, but he's the only Republican that even deserves yeah. a modicum of respect right. just for that. Yeah. He, he deserves respect in that, in that he does not deserve derision. Yeah. All the rest of them deserve derision. Absolutely. There's no way you look at the facts of that thing yeah. and you're like, that wasn't an abuse of power. Yeah. There's no fucking way that yeah. you look at that and say that was not an abuse of power. And then like, when we, we talked about this on our last record, like, great, now we have a fucking king. And so what does the king fucking do? Yeah. The king looks at all the fucking people and says, all right, who are all the, my enemies now yeah. as a result of this trial? And he's going after them. Yeah. In I mean, he's firing people. Fired he, he didn't fire, but he moved Vinman. Yeah. The uh the was he a lieutenant colonel, I think. He moved him out of the White House. And his twin brother, who had nothing to do with it, moved him out of the White House. Had them escorted yeah, out had of the White House. Had him escorted out of the White House. Yeah. He's uh recalled Sondland, I think. Yep. So he's he's going after all the people that caused him grief and he's manipulating it. And they say. Uh, you know, the other side is saying, yeah, well, you're allowed to do stuff like that. You're allowed to fire and keep whoever you want as the uh, on your whim. But it is clear that he is going out of his way. He's even saying things to the uh, Pentagon saying, I hope that they discipline Sondland. Or not Sondland. I hope they discipline Vinman. Right. I hope that I hope that they look into him. I hope that they dig into him. And it's and one of his uh, old advisors, his old secretary of state, John Kelly today, sent a message out and said, I don't know why you're going after. That's what we tell these people yeah. to do. This is how we tell them to act. And so he attacked John Kelly and then Bolton had to stand up for John Kelly and say he was a stand-up guy and he should not be attacked. It's unbelievable how, how quickly this president will just attack anybody who, is, who says anything that isn't in lockstep with him. I mean, genuinely lockstep. If you're not 100% with him, he will go after you. He will go after you like a fucking viper. He won't yeah. stop. I also want to talk too about the State of the Union that we didn't, we wound up recording the night before the State right. of the Union. Uh, Black Lung Rush Limbaugh wound up getting <laughs> uh, the uh, Medal of Freedom. Yeah, the, the uh, highest civilian uh, award yeah. available. And and I, there was some amazing articles out there. One from The Onion that said something like, uh, he returned it after he found that people like Rosa Parks and MLK had gotten it. Because <laughs> Rush is a racist. I mean, he let's is. be honest. He's an absolute racist. And he's a piece of shit. Yep. And and uh, and the fact that Rush uh, Rush has cancer 
just speeds up the timeline that everyone was hoping for. Right. That's all that. That's all that means. Uh, Rush Limbaugh getting that medal is an absolute affront to everyone in the United States that ever thought that medal was worth anything. It's it's abysmal that that man is going to get it. Got that medal and he got a fucking standing ovation by all those chimps in the fucking in the Senate. Yep. It, unbelievable. Uh, so that happened last week, and then we talked about Vindman a little. But uh, another thing that happened was uh, Roger Stone was going to be sentenced. And as Roger Stone was going to be sentenced, Roger Stone, uh, the recommendation from the Justice Department prosecutors was seven to nine years. Yep. They had said, we, we think, think he should get it uh, seven to nine years. As soon as President Trump found out, he started tweeting about how unfair that was. And immediately the Justice Department overruled the people that are on that case. The prosecutors. The prosecutors the on Justice that case. The Justice Department prosecutors. Overruled them, and they wound up uh, resubmitting the suggested punishment uh, that they were looking for, and they overruled them. All four have have have, have left the case. Yeah. One of them fully resigned from the Justice Department yeah. over this. It's fucking, like, we, we're at a play, like, we, we talked about this before, like, it's, it's, you've got a president right now who is behaving as a king, yeah. as a czar, as yeah. emperor. He's, like he is exerting power to help his friends. Like Roger Stone is one of the president's friends. And like we're we're in a spot right now where like the president, the most powerful person in the country is using his political power specifically to help his friend out of a jam. We should not be okay with that. But like there's a team of people that are like, look, everything my team does is okay. It doesn't matter if it's actually okay. If my team did it, that's the thing that made it okay. Right, right. That's a terrifying place for America. That's where we live. To be in. That's, that's where we live. A hundred percent, undeniably, where we're at yeah. right now. Please enjoy this next Cecil rant from our recent live stream on February thirteenth, two thousand twenty. If you would prefer to not hear Cecil yell about Comcast, please skip forward eight minutes and ten seconds. Enjoy it. I do want to talk to stream real quick. How has the stream been tonight? Have we run into any problems? Has there been any dips? Any, yeah, any we made freezes? Some changes. We made some changes mm -hmm. tonight. And while we're doing that, I want to tell a story. So before we continue on, I want to tell a story about Comcast. Comcast uh, was the people who were providing our internet here in the studio for a long time. Comcast uh, was having an issue. Once we, for a while, we've been having problems with our stream. Yep. Our stream has kept on dropping. There would be a, we'd be playing fine for a while and then it would drop. We have been paying Comcast for the last couple months, almost $500 a month for internet yeah. here in the studio. Cause it's a business account. You can't get a home account at the studio. The studio is a business in a business park and business building. Right. So they won't let you have a, a, a regular. So we have to get a business account. And in order to get it, the speeds we wanted, we had to up update our speed. So we're paying an immense amount of money. Huge amount. Way, way more than Tom and I's internet after, well, both and I, our, our internet at home is our cheaper. Our combined. Combined is cheaper. Is cheaper. So it's an immense, <clears throat> immense amount of money. Yep. So we wind up paying them and it keeps fucking up. And Ian keeps telling us it's not anything in the studio that's doing this. It's clearly something wrong with the ISP. So I call the internet service provider. They come out. <clears throat> they start working on the, on the internet. The guy comes out. For two and a half hours, Ian's on the phone and I'm here in the studio. He worked on every single piece of the wire that is in our studio and on the way down all the way. He says to me, there's nothing wrong with any of the stuff inside at all. Nothing whatsoever wrong with any of the stuff inside the building. This is an outside the building problem. 
And I said, so what do we do? And he said, I have to call a line tech. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get a line tech. Line tech's going to come out and they're going to fix the problem. I said, okay, cool. I wait a week. The internet is still as shitty as it always was. It's intermittent. Basically, the problem is, is that our internet is intermittent. It's right. bursting fast for a moment and then shuts Drops down. It. And then bursting fast and shuts down and bursting fast and shuts down. It keeps doing it over and over and over and over again. So Ian says, well, why don't we try to run the stream, a test stream off of your phone? Let's just see what happens if you run it off your phone. So what we're running right now yeah. is that fast computer is shitting the stream out to you guys on an LTE network. It's not running through Comcast. Comcast isn't touching Comcast any of Comcast can't do it. Comcast can't do it. It's running basically off a cell phone. That's what's running that. And it's 100,000 times better than anything <laughs> Comcast was pr producing for us. So I called Comcast to tell, ask them, when are you going to come out? When are you going to fix this thing? They say, well, we need to send a tech out. And I said, well, what do you have to send a tech out for? And the person I was talking to was like a, a brick wall. I literally couldn't even get through to him. So I said, fine, send a tech out. And then I kind of got mad. I thought about it for a day yeah. and I got a little mad about it. I was like, why the fuck do you have to send a tech out to do the exact same thing you've already done? You've essentially done all the same stuff. Right. So I get to the office in the morning and I say, you know what? I'm going to call him and talk to him. I get on the phone and I say, hey, Comcast, I don't want you to, uh, to send a tech out because I, I don't want the tech to come out and do the exact same thing that they've already done right. for two and a half hours and waste my time and know that it's something outside. I said, why don't you guys fix the outside line? And the lady started yelling at me on the phone, telling me it's my fault that they're coming out. And I said, well, it's not my fault. Your line is broken. And she said, our line is fine. Yeah, it, your internet is fine. I, don't, I, I can send out tech out if you want. And I said, well, you're saying my internet's fine, but I know it's not fine. She's like, it's fine. And I said, well, then what can you do? And she said, well, I can send a tech out. And I said, so you're going to send a tech out to do the exact same thing? And she said, yeah. And I said, why? She's like, because your internet's fine. And I said, cancel my, cancel my call, 100% right. canceled it. We downgraded our internet. Yeah. We are now, right now, and then I tweeted <laughs> out at Comcast, right? So I right. tweeted at Comcast to tell them how terrible their service was. Immediately, because we have like 15,000 people that follow us on Twitter, immediately they get back to me within 30 minutes. Yep. DM these people right away. DM these people right away. So I DM'd them just to see what would yep, happen. Right. We're not interested in using Comcast anymore because they suck my fucking left nut and I fucking hate <laughs> that company and I hope fucking they, they just dissolve tonight and no one would ever care. No one would ever. Nobody, nobody no in the world that loss. would look into the world wistfully with a tear in their eye wanting Comcast <laughs> to come back. But anyway, these, these motherfuckers, I DM them. I was like, fine, I'll fucking DM Comcast sure, cares. Right. Sure thing. So I DM them and, and they ask for my information. I gave them my information. They come back to me and they say, We can send a tech I'm out. really sorry about your, your service. I see that you've been with us for a while. We can send a tech out. <laughs> and I said, You're fucking kidding me, right? I literally told you this whole story about how that was your fucking solution and that's not the solution. So I sent them a message back and I said, Look, you can send a tech wherever you want. I am not going to be in my office. You could send a tech anywhere. I don't care. Wherever the tech goes, that's on you. I said, you could talk to the tech that came to my, my business and he could tell you stories. He could regale you with the tale of what happened. But I am literally never sitting in my office waiting for your dumb asses to reset my fucking modem right. six oh fucking God. times in a row. Oh my God. Fuck 
you. I was so tempted tonight to run a shitty, terrible fucking stream that just kept crashing and having a fucking internet proudly fucking presented by Comcast (laughs) on there with a running fucking tally of how many times it crashed because we ran into... Obstacle after obstacle, and it was all internet yep. service provider. It's running fucking rock solid right now. Off so, of cell phone connection. So put the camera on me real quick, Ian. Just put it on me if you can. Just, just me. This one's for you, Comcast. Go fuck yourself. I, I want to disintegrate every relationship I have with you. I hate you with the fucking heat of a thousand burning suns <laughs> dying in a fire. Thank you. I'm done. Rant done. Okay. But at least we've solved the problem. We have. And it's fucking Wait, running off a cell phone, cell for Christ's sakes. It's yeah. running off a cell phone, and it's rock solid, and it's faster service than we ever got okay. with a hard line. That we paid $500 a month for. <laughs> $500 a month. Okay. All right. I can see it's the It's $10, Tom. Yes, I know. It's a 50 I was going to say. <laughs> we are spending one fiftieth of the price, though. To get better service. It's fucking $10. Yeah. And they were super fucking nice to you when you went That's to the other thing, too. When I yeah. went into fucking Verizon, those dudes were sweet as pie. Yeah. They had me in and out of there. They were like, oh, we can we can set you up with this or this or this. And you know what? To, to save you money, instead of going on a business account, let's put it on your personal account. Because you probably won't see much savings with a business account anyway. And this and this and that. And they just, yeah. $10 extra a month and I bought a device. That yeah. was it. That was the entirety of it. Yeah. That was it. Fucking assholes. (laughs) Fuck you. And you know, the problem is is that they got a fucking monopoly and that's their fucking problem is they fucking run everything. There's no other option here. There's no other In Chicago, on this block that we're on, there is no RCN, which is the other competitor in Chicago. I can't get RCN here. And the only internet we can get from AT&T is DSL and the tower's too far away. So our DSL signal, the best, the the most they're going to charge us is $60 a month, but it's a shitty signal that was like, you can download a gigabyte in about an hour. I was yeah, thinking right? to myself, well, that'll be useless. Thanks. The internet is way faster. The Verizon is way better so far. So hearty well, face to Verizon. Fuck Comcast. We we did have the option to, just to be fair, we did have the option of paying Comcast to run the fiber to our building. They would run fiber to us, but we would have to pay for their infrastructure to run it to the building. And how much was the fiber a month? Oh, the fiber was $1,000 a month. $1,000 a month. So $1,000 a month. we pay the cost of bringing the And we have to pay them to bring it into our building. <clears throat> right. Fuck you, Comcast. Yep. Die in a fire. Are you guys changing your personalities for Abby? Okay, this is exactly the kind of male douchebaggery that is about to take a real hit around here. Don't you know? I'm talking about a femolution. Tracy Chapman. She's a woman, right? Sister comes to us from Right Wing Watch. This is Dave. Coach. Doc Coach. Not a coach. Dobbenmeyer. Dave hopes to sue the NFL for putting his eternal salvation at risk with the Super Bowl halftime show. So he mentioned this on the stream. He was on uh, Colbert did a j- joke, a whole joke thing about him. I am amazed yeah, that he's so, a big enough presence yeah, to come to the attention of it, Colbert. It's crazy. And so uh, so he's been made fun of uh, by Colbert. But that is a different clip that Colbert was making fun of. So uh, So check out the Colbert show, which is like the Tonight Show or something like that, or the Late Show. I'm not sure which one he's on. I don't know. But it's one of those. Um, check it out. And then uh, we're going to play this clip, though. Now, um, in, in this clip, he's still got his goatee. He shaves this off. Which is interesting, because we watched a clip tonight where he doesn't have his goatee. Right. So he's got his goatee. 
uh, in this clip. So I don't know that this one's clearly before. <laughs> this is the before because right. you're not going to, that's not a five o'clock shadow yeah, goatee. Right. <laughs> yeah. I got to say like without a goatee, he looks like uh, the human version of one of those hairless cats. He does. He looks like you need to oil him yeah. constantly. <laughs> you have to like rub shit into his skin just, so just to make sure he doesn't, out. he doesn't dry out and crack. <laughs> right, so this is Dave. I think we ought to sue. I think we ought to sue. Is someone playing asteroids in the background? Do you hear that? I, I was I was thinking the same did, thing. Did I was like, that's that? a bit. You know what it sounds? Do you remember playing on the Atari? Yeah, there it's was an Atari. For it's an Atari sound for sure. There was a game where you flew around and then like you could go into like hyperspace mode and like picked up guys on the ground. Do you remember what it was? Defender. Defender. This sounds like Defender sounds, to me. That sounds. Yeah. All uh, Tom. To I know clear, you only played one. Or two of those yeah. games, but they all sound the same. Do they? They, they, they all at the same time. Because you're right. Because the other game I'm thinking of that I Asteroids, played was that Ast tank game. Oh yeah, and it had the same sound. <gasps> yeah, it has the exact same yeah. sound. It's always that. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Did you did you play a lot of Atari? So I played a lot of Atari, and then every other system after that. <laughs> <laughs> so you were always into games. Like so, you like yeah, games since I was a, since I was yeah. a little kid. My the first I got an Atari when I was a a, a very very young man. My brothers wanted an Atari. I played Atari with them and loved it. I thought it was great. And then uh, we didn't get anything for many years the very next. And I know there was a bunch of other stuff that came out in the interim, uh -huh. but we did not get anything until the, the very first thing I got was a Nintendo after an Atari. So it was an Atari, right. then a Nintendo. Then Nintendo. I know there was a lot of other gaming systems that came out in the interim and I did not have any of those. I only had the Atari and then the... When I moved in with my dad, he had an Atari and he used to play Pac-Man. And then I played Atari on his Atari. And it was like the old 2600, sure. like yeah, the yeah. wood grain, yeah, like wood grain. fake cabinet yeah, thing fake and everything. Cabinet, yeah. And uh, I remember like when Pitfall 2 came out. Pitfall was amazing, yeah. But Pitfall 2 had an end. It was the first Atari game that I was aware of. I'm sure there were probably yeah. others that had a story and it had an end to it. It wasn't just like a relentless- What does Pitfall 2 look like graphically? Is it the same thing? It, it's a different game than Pitfall One. Like it, like it had levels. Like oh, okay. you went through, like it was like an astonishing. Like it blew my mind, right? Because sure. like all the other Atari games you play, like for me, like I'd play them for a while and I'd be like, it's not changing at all. Yeah. Like like I got bored. Pac-Man is 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 a perfect example. It right. just gets faster. It just goes faster. Yeah, it just goes faster. Pitfall. It just you just keep doing pitfalls. Yeah, you can eventually make it back to the beginning. You'll can you really? Yeah, you can go back and flip the level and just go back if you Ugh. can make it all the way through. There's nothing. There's no end. But Pitfall Two has an end to yeah. it. I never got to the end to it, but I was aware that there sure. was an end to yeah, it, yeah. and I was like, that was the only game that I was like, once I realized, I'm like, I'm just gonna play this because this has a purpose. Yeah, yeah. And I played the shit out of that game, and I never beat never that game. Beat it. I was terrible never at video it. games. Never terrible at them. Yeah. So what do you mean? I think we ought to sue. That's what I think. Hey, folks. Is Darth Vader behind him? I, well, yeah, it's very disturbing. What is happening? Is, there, is, 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 is his friend one of these people who's calling in? Are they on a respirator? <sighs> what is happening? Yeah, it's they, yeah. they're in a hospital somewhere, yeah. and there's a fucking one of those weird-ass fucking accordion things going up and down. He left his sleep apnea machine on in the background. That's what he did. Or he's got a pug or something. <laughs> Were there any warnings before that Super Bowl? Did he almost say before that shit? He did. Hold he on came close. Let, let me hear. Let me hear what he said. Yeah. Things before that shit Super Bowl, <laughs> and he covered his. You guys, he covered his mouth. He's like, oh, I almost said shit on my. I almost said my, poopy. 
You what? Don't you wonder how this guy talks to his wife? Oh my gosh! You know this guy says the n word every three words. You know this guy is just an outrageously bigoted, hateful, you know mean spirited guy. You know he is. Yeah. He's so mad all yeah. the time. Yeah, he's so you mad. You know he is. Halftime show. Would that would that halftime show would that have been rated PG? Does it have to be? Also, yes. Yeah, <laughs> but like, what? Like, why does it have to be? Like. Football is not necessarily a PG thing. Like the ads, the other the ads in football are all like, they're not all, but like there's tons of alcohol ads in football, right? That promote the sale and consumption of alcohol. That's like, remember like Bud Light was a huge sponsor of football. They like still are. Fucking, like they still I, are. So like, I, I'm going to fucking set my kids in front of the TV and I love it. It's like, would that have been rated PG? Well, PG is still parental guidance. That's why I said yes. Yeah. Here's the thing. There's women. What what he's upset about is J Lo and she and Shakira doing their their dance, and you could see their bloomers. Let me give you a little fucking clue here. There's women on the sideline who do jumping splits and cartwheels and fucking throw right. your fucking legs in the air over your fucking shoulders all the time yep. with bloomers on. Right. Okay. It's not a big deal. They do it. They do it from high school. All the way, yep. maybe even middle school, I know. all the way up. Every single game that I had, there was a cheerleading squad in my school. There's a cheerleading and prom squad. They all wore the same goddamn outfit. It was a tiny, short little skirt with sneakers and bloomers. Yep. That was the outfit. That's still the standard outfit for every single fucking cheerleader in the world. It's not a provocative outfit. It's literally unprovocative. They're wearing granny panties for Christ's <laughs> sakes. <laughs> but even if it were, I'm just not sold on the idea that like every time we turn on a TV, it should be okay for a kindergartner yeah, to watch. Exactly. Like if I can reasonably expect that, like, I mean, I just, I just feel like, like, isn't that like your job as a parent is to decide what's acceptable well, for your household and then to decide like how your kids consume media according yeah. to those expectations? Yeah. Well, and, and aren't you watching in between the panty shots, guys hitting each other in the helmet so they fucking get concussions and induce each yeah, other right. to shoot their families? Right. Like, aren't we, are, what are we pretending that all the rest of the violence in between the pussy is bad and not bad? Or is that what we're pretending? Yeah. Well, you know what? It, that's, a, that's a great point. It's like, we have, we are, we are fucked up in our priorities around what we find acceptable and unacceptable because like, there's a shit ton of goddamn violence on TV and it's not controversial at all. I could turn on regular TV and I could watch, you know, the first 48 hours. That's real life nonfiction. People dying. People fucking People getting being murdered. murdered. And the whole show is about fucking murder. And they I show. I could watch yep. Law and Order SVU. Yeah. Oh, it's a fucking another rape show. I could watch that shit. The amount of violence that I can watch on TV and all the existence of that shit is totally non-controversial. But as soon as sexuality comes into play in any way, shape, or form, and not even like sexual stuff, but just sexiness in general yeah. comes into play. People get all fucking worked up. If your priorities are such that you're okay exposing kids to violence, but not to sex, like, I mean, my wife and I were talking, like, like she makes a great point. Like, she wants her kids to eventually have, we don't want to know about it, but a sex life. We don't want our kids to have a violence life. Yeah. I have a, like, I, I want them to grow into, into people that have as little contact with horrific violence as possible. Yeah, like to avoid the violence. But possible. I would like the kids to grow up to have sex lives, to feel sexual and to be sexy feeling and all that kind of good stuff. But, on the, but like we're prudes about sex 
and were like really kind of comfortable with extreme levels of open violence. And that's a fucked up system. It's a fucked up priority. I'm blown away by the level of violence that we can see on regular television all the time. I'm always blown away by it. I'm, I might even be a prude to some of that yeah. violence. I might, I might look at it and think, Jesus, are we seriously, is this seriously network television yeah. that I'm watching where somebody's fucking brain just got blown out? Watch any of the cable channels and the cable channels push that limit as hard as they can. And I'm not talking about the pay cable channels. Yeah, right. The ones that are HBO or whatever. I expect it on HBO. When I watch Game of Thrones, I expect the guy's head to get fucking clipped off like a fucking, like a fucking dandelion. I get right. it. I understand. And I know what I'm getting into. I'm talking about USA. I'm yeah. talking about uh, a and &E. I'm talking oh, about- Oh, yeah. FX. Yeah, FX. I'm yeah. talking about those channels yeah. where there's- some sort of violent graphic violence that happens, and I'm just blown away by it. Don't get me wrong, I don't turn the channel because you're but I'm always, up. but I'm always shocked yeah. that I see it on a show like that. You can show you can watch the entire uh Breaking Bad. You can watch all of Breaking Bad, and there is some violence in Breaking Bad, the series that is gruesome. Yeah. That is absolutely gruesome and like kind of heartbreaking, some of it. There's not a single titty. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's not, there's no boobs. There's five right? F-bombs. Right. Right? Yep. No, not a lot of swearing in there at all. Nobody swore. Yeah, right. Nobody's swearing. We're, Why are they not swearing? Exactly. Why is there no boobs? Yep. It's because it's, it's FX or whatever. And it's because it can pass through the censors. Yeah. The censors are the ones that decide it. This was, you know, I and I understand all those points, but this, but this is so non-controversial. Yeah. This this tiny bit of skin that he saw, they're fucking leggings with bloomers on. Yeah. It's, you can't even see their skin. It's like getting worked up that like Elvis shook his hip. Yeah, it seriously is. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Were there any warnings that your 12-year-old young son whose hormones are just getting ready, just starting to operate? Getting ready? Getting ready. His hormones are starting to operate. That's, he doesn't know how bodies his are. Hormones are repping their engines. Just these guys' his hormones just like, <laughs> I'm going to get ready to be a hormone. <laughs> oh, yeah, when I'm a hormone. Listen, if you got a 12-year-old boy, this is the least of your worries. Yeah, right. Yeah. Your 12-year-old boy has already been exposed to things that would make your fucking eyelashes curl. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Whatever you're going to eat for dinner tonight, your 12-year-old your boy already fucked it. Yeah. So don't worry about it. Was there any warning that he, what he's going to see might cause him to get sexually excited? Well, so what if he did? When I was 12, everything made me sexually excited. A bumpy car ride I, I, would get me going. It's always that it's always that one class where you don't have the book. Right, yeah. And right? you're just like, Jesus, what am I going to do? I can't stay here forever. It's like, I would like an attention. I'm going to punch the teacher. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I can't move. I think we ought to go sit down in the courtroom and present this as evidence. And how present he's, what, what, he, what he's got called up is some Bible verses. So yeah, let's uh, why, Tom. Why don't you read two through six? Because that's all that's available to us. All right. And Jesus called a little child unto him and set hey. him in the midst of them. Wait a second. Hold on hey. a second. I think maybe those priests are taking this a little this too literally. Is, uh, all, right, all right. Okay. And said, Verily I say unto you, except ye be converted and become as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And who shall and whoso shall receive one such little child in my name receiveth me. Well, that sounds dirty. I yeah, don't know. Does. Anyway, totally the last does. one. But whoso shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck, and that in italics for no reason, 
he were drowned in the depth of the sea. What? Jeez. That came out of nowhere, Jesus, King yeah. of Peace, taking wow. a fucking dropping a dropping a motherfucker with cement shoes and shit. <laughs> Jesus was OG, man. Right? Fucking a. It's a nice converted little kid you got here. It'd be a shame if something happened to him. You like know someone were to drown him for a little bit and then not drown him and then drown him and then not drown him and then drown him and then not drown him. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, first off, this means literally nothing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So first well, what it off, means is that if a child yeah. converts to love Jesus and then you offend him, yeah. you should be killed for offending yeah. a child. Hopefully the child's like the kid from the, the Twilight Zone. He could just wish you into the cornfield so you don't have to get drowned <laughs> by the neck. Just if you take offense, you offended a child. Yeah. Who cares? They're kids. They and, don't even have feelings. And sometimes they just get offended for no reason. Right. Yeah. For yeah. no, because they're fickle. Yeah. yeah. Kids get kids get offended because they didn't get their way yeah. right now. Yeah. You could, they could be getting their way in a little while. <laughs> and a moment the other night where I was at Benny's and I was, it's, it's, I have these moments a lot. Where I wipe the wipe the the non the <laughs> fake sweat off my head and say thank goodness I'm not a parent. But there was I was in Benny's. This guy's got his two kids and they're two little very small yeah. children. And one of them is throwing the biggest tantrum in the world because oh. he can't sit in the other seat because there's two kids. Uh -huh. So one of them wants to sit in the other seat and he's throwing the biggest tantrum in the world. And his dad is very calmly mm -hmm. trying to tell him. You gotta calm down. You, that's where you said you wanted to sit. And I've gotta, you've gotta make a decision. And you made the decision to sit there. And the kids, I wanna sit in the back. He's screaming. <laughs> and it was really funny. And so I'm trying to look at bourbons, but I can't because this fucking guy is hogging the whole goddamn aisle with him and his brood <laughs> screaming at each other. I can't fucking walk past him. But at one point, I see the dad yelp and double over. And he stands up and he says, You just kicked me in the penis. <laughs> <laughs> and he made the kid apologize <laughs> for kicking him you in the say penis. You're sorry to my and penis. The kid's boy, I'm sorry, I kicked your penis. <laughs> and he said, You just hit me right in the penis. And he's yelling, It's the funniest shit I've ever seen. It's <laughs> like, Where am I? What is happening in the world right now? I thought you were at a liquor oh, store. Oh, God, it's so strange. <laughs> Who has a loud yelly fight with their kid about who kicked who in the penis in the bourbon aisle? What the fuck? That is more of a tequila conversation. It really is. Like, I understand having that conversation around the box wine. That makes sense. That is a light beer called conversation, right? That's like over by the Keystone. You know what would be great? Is if the kinds of fights that people had oh. happened in the right section exactly. of the liquor store. Exactly. Like over by the natty light, yeah. it's just like somebody beating his wife. <laughs> he's just he's just standing there with his sister wife. And she's <laughs> she's pregnant. Yeah. Half shirt on. <laughs> Whoever is keeping me from getting into the kingdom of heaven. Could I go into a courtroom and say, viewing what you put on that screen put me in danger of hellfire? Turn it off, you fucking idiots! Jesus, the moment you see a titty, turn it off. <laughs> the moment you see whatever, turn it off. No, it's not like you were stuck. It's not like there was a fucking ray that came out of this, the, like a tractor <laughs> beam that held you in position to watch it. Turn the shit off. The moment you see Shakira shake one hip, all it takes <laughs> is one hip shake. You're not even lying right yeah. now. <laughs>
I love too that like his God is mad at him for watching something he didn't intend to watch. Yeah. Like you're fucked anyway, man. How the fuck are you going to get through an entire lifetime not accidentally seeing something? Yeah, you've got to have, you've got to have glasses that reflect, that show you the world with a seven second delay. Right. That automatically go dark the moment you would see anything that you would input would be offensive. Right. So the world has to be on a seven second delay for you. So there's a sensor moment in there where you can stop it. That's the kind of world you have to watch if you want to. If you want to be one of the 144 Jehovah Witnesses that make it to fucking the fucking the, the place in the sky. You get all the way to heaven and God's like, well, you accidentally saw Teddy, so oh, burn in hell. Here's what I did. I made seven billion titties. <laughs> That's on you. <laughs> I made seven billion titties. Populated. I sprinkled them all over the whole world. Sprinkled them. I done sprinkled them. And guess what? You, you saw titty. That's on you, boy. I didn't mean to see the titty. That's on you, boy. I didn't mean to see the titty. Yeah, no. You might have even seen a ball sack too. I, I did, I here, did. It turns I did out see the ball sack. I made 3.5 billion ball sacks. <laughs> Nobody likes ball sacks. They shouldn't even count. It has 7 billion balls, but there's only 3.5 billion ball sacks. See, I did the math like I did the serpent heads and the crowns. It doesn't, it's not one to one now. It's not a one to one ratio. I don't do that. I, I don't yeah. count all that good. See, I'm not going to lie. Production line ain't so hot. There's there's three and a half billion snatches out there. You might have seen a pubic region. You fuck, boy. Could the court say, Roger, could the court say that's that doesn't apply here? That doesn't apply here? Because Yes. Court- yes. Yeah. Unless yeah. you got God to come yeah, down exactly. and say, like, yeah. your damages <laughs> are hell. Like <laughs> God's accountant comes down. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, that that Super Bowl show put. Uh, let me see. There was fifteen million, fifteen million people in hell. Yeah, I right. mean they won't experience it now. They'll experience it in the future, but that definitely put them in hell. And some insurance adjusters like, okay, and our table says that one trip to hell is worth. <laughs> 11,000, carry the four. All right, it's a little more than an eye, a little yeah. less than a toe. Um, <laughs> a little more than an eye. Uh, Pornography, the right to porn overrides your right to watch it. Yeah, but you didn't tell me I was going to watch it. You just brought it into my living room. You didn't tell me. And I couldn't turn it off like all the other yeah, porn in my exactly. house. It's just there. It's on and a, I'm just, it's on and a I total can't stop. <laughs> Martha, come over here and jerk me off. <laughs> I'm watching porn. <laughs> if I do it myself, it's gay. <laughs> he you don't want your that. husband to be gay, do you? <laughs> jerk me off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course I'm going to keep watching the porn. <laughs> I can't stop. It's on, isn't it? <laughs> it has to stay on. <laughs> <laughs> what an That's asshole! So stupid! Jesus Christ! God! God! <laughs> fool! Oh my God! <laughs> Such an idiot! You didn't tell me there were going to be crotch shots. You said, "Well, you should know better. You should know better because it's J Lo and whoever that was. You should know she's <laughs> some other Mexican or whatever." <laughs> and, and whoever that was, whoever that Mexican was. 
crotch between her legs. What was she? Mexican? Moroccan? A Mexrocican? What was she? All I know is she's pink inside. Martha, I need you to jerk me off again. I'm thinking about Shakira. <laughs> he's spent his, he's spent his <laughs> whole life getting awkward hand shots by his wife. <laughs> he's just standing next uh, to her while she's cooking. And she's oh jerking him God, off. God, the Dave Toppenmeyer uh, channel is just a bored and ignored uh, hand job. Oh, fuck. All day. It's like the, it's like the first uh, uh, Breaking Bad episode, actually. You remember that? <laughs> is, it, is there a bored... Hand job in that one, I don't remember. Yeah, I think the show starts off like he's in bed and his wife is jerking him off while reading her book. Like Jesus she's like, Christ. She's like, you relax, real? this is just for you or something. Oh. <laughs> he's just like looking around like, what the fuck is wrong with my life? <laughs> I quit. <laughs> yeah, at that point, uninstall because you need right? to reinstall like, everything. At that point, like cancer, yeah. you're just like, yeah, I'm coming. good. Yeah, yeah, I'll ride this out. Yeah. I'm riding this one out. <laughs> it's an expert in croc shots. You already know that, no? <laughs> Hold on. Hold on, Tom. Do we miss something? We miss somebody. I love him so what much. What did he say? He's so worked oh, up. Oh, he's so worked up. Let's hear what he says. Because it's J-Lo and whoever that was. You should know. She's an expert in cross shots. <laughs> she is. You didn't know that. No, I, I protect my eyes. I didn't know that about it. And so you knew it, but you knew it five seconds into the show. You knew it. You knew it at least from the first crotch shot, she's right? An expert at crotch. Do you think she's running the camera? Yeah. Do you think she's telling the cameraman, okay, zoom in on my. <laughs> first of all, I guarantee nobody zoomed in on just her crotch. I wouldn't mind it, but I don't think they did. <laughs> yeah. Like, that would be a really yeah. weird thing yeah. to do <laughs> for the camera guy. <laughs> like Jumbotron vision, just. <laughs> and, 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 and then they just say, Joe, you're fired. Yeah. We're not doing this again, Joe. <laughs> last year you zoomed in on. Uh, That's the on, third time. Last year you zoomed, zoomed in on uh, Maroon 5's pelvic bones. And we're not going to have this again this year. I'm sitting there and I'm watching it. That's why don't we sue? Is it not discriminatory for me to say, I love watching the NFL. I want to watch the Super Bowl, but I don't want to watch that. If they bring that into my house, is that not discriminatory? No, no. no. What are you talking are you about? Do you not understand what discriminatory even means? Yeah. Who is discriminating against you and on what basis? Here's the first thing you should do. Watch the Kitten Bowl halftime show on the Puppy Bowl because they do a Kitten Bowl halftime show. You can watch Pussy and not feel weird about it. <laughs> he would still <laughs> jerk me off anyway, Martha. <laughs> Get in here. I don't care what pussy's on the screen. You sign the contract. <laughs> There's like 14 pussies naked on the And they're the all young, tight pussies. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the hairless pussy in the corner. <laughs> that's some modern pussy. That's what it's all oiled up. Shooting around out there. Get in there. Is that cat Brazilian? <laughs> So we want to thank our patrons. Of course, we want to thank all our patrons. We want to thank our newest patrons, Frank, Abstract Ally, Matt, Old Devil Doc, Tamara, Doug, Roberto, Gabe, Patrick, Ian, Jim, Michelle, Grassy Knoll Man, 
Jacob, Laura, Donald, Joan, Joshua, Dan, Mark, Rick, Cassandra, she who must not be named, Colin and Mario, the four people who need to contact Ian at dissonancepod.com or dissonance.podcast at gmail.com and send in their snail mail addresses so they can get a citation needed mug. These four people, Jim, Laura, Cassandra, and Mario, please contact us and we will send you a citation needed mug. And we want to thank all of our patrons. Indeed. We've had a, a swell of support. We have a lot of expenses here at the studio. Um, we talked a little bit about our, our expenses on the live stream tonight. So you yeah. can come find out how much we pay for internet that doesn't work. You can certainly <laughs> do that if you're checking out last week's live stream. But yeah, we really do genuinely appreciate it. So if you're a person who has not given to the show and not been a patron in the past and been a fan of the show for at least a while, uh, we'd love it if you would support our show. So please go to patreon.com slash dissonancepod or go to dissonancepod.com and you can donate on a per episode basis. We'd really love it if you would become a patron. That means a lot to us to have our patrons. We need our patrons because without you, we don't have a show. So yeah. <laughs> thank you guys. Yeah. Um, all of you who've become patrons over the years. Uh, we got a message from Dorothy and Dorothy said that she just wanted to let us know that Trump may not decide to play on the debate stage. There's a possibility that Trump could just say, sorry, I don't want to do this. I'm not interested and bow out. Uh, and he has every right not to do it. Um, the debates are already scheduled. Yeah, well, they're already scheduled, so they might just not occur. Yeah, and he is he has said, like, if, they, if he thinks the debates are not going to be fairly moderated, he just might not yeah. show up. He's already hinted at that. Yeah, and I think I think the hinting at it shows, in my opinion, that he's... He's he's not up for it. Yeah. He's not going to make it. He has not. You know, the thing is, like, I don't think he has anything to really to gain from the debates. Yeah. I think, like, his base is not going to walk away from a bad... If he has a bad it's, performance, yeah. his base is not going to change. They don't care, yeah. Right? And and I, he's unlikely to have a killer performance. So the debate's probably not where he's going to win over those yeah. fence-sitting independent yeah. votes. Those are the only people that matter. Sure. Can you motivate the base? Not from a debate. Yeah. Those, there's not, it's not a bunch of fucking yeah. intellectuals no. sitting around watching fucking Donald Trump right. and thinking to themselves, right. oh, I don't know if he's my guy or not. You know, what the problem is, is that we are running high on an economy right now um, that might not peter out before his, he gets, his before election season. Right. Right. Uh, if I were to take, and you were to say to me, Cecil, I need you to look like a millionaire. I can make myself look like a millionaire. Sure. I can go out of my way and get credit and do a bunch of stuff. I know I'm not a millionaire, right? Yeah. But if I had to make myself look like a millionaire, I could do it. And if you told me I had to do it for a specific period of time, I might be able to sustain it for a while. Yeah. But at a certain point, it all collapses. I'm not going to be able to sustain it anymore. Right. And right now, what we have is uh, we are in a McMansion with a uh, a really fancy car and everybody feels like the, the economy is doing well. But on the horizon is some very, very dire things. Yep. And people don't understand it. And it will be a rude awakening, I think, because it, it will not last another four years if Trump is in there. There's no way no he's way. not going to go four years without a recession. And a severe recession slash depression. Uh, it's not going to last. And in fact, if they do put a, a Democrat in there, they're going to blame the Democrat right away if, they, sure. if it goes yeah. into, a, into a recession. There was a, there was a time where 
We almost went into recession and we again did the same thing, which was dump a bunch of money and try to pay a bunch of things off and made sure things that were too big to fail didn't. And yep. we did it before. Right. And we might have to do it again. Yeah. I, I there, there's, a, there's a lot of markers for next year that are really on the cusp, really on the cusp. And I, I think your analogy is really good. Like we're living way beyond our means yeah. right now. And there's not a lot of wiggle room. Like there's a big difference between your earning power and your spending power. And like, we're in a place where we're living on our spending yeah, power yeah. and uh, it, it's not sustainable. Yeah. We got a message from Colin and Colin uh, just wanted to let us know that he's listening to us for years and he finally became a patron. So we wanted to thank Colin again for becoming a patron. And he says, uh, you wish you could give us more money, but Thomas and Andrew are whiny bitches too. Thomas and Andrew don't need your money. Okay, no. Thomas. Uh, Thomas uh, is rich and lives in California in a beautiful house. <laughs> He's very rich. And Andrew's a lawyer. He clearly doesn't need your money. He's a Harvard he's, educated he's, attorney. He's like an educated attorney. Right. You don't need to. Yeah. So, so yeah, I would say lower your patronage over there. Up your patronage here. Yeah. He's a Harvard educated attorney. I've got a degree in English literature. Yeah. Look, I have a philosophy degree. I need your money. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> We wanted to send a message out to John who said that uh, he started listening a long time ago and he was at a really low time in his life and Cogdes and Citation needed really helped him in more ways than he expected. Thank you so much for listening, John. And we and any help that we had, we we're just having fun on our own and, yeah. and we hope that it helped you. That's that's great that you listened. Thank Welcome, you. Welcome, John. So we got a message from Jane and Jane says that uh, just a quick question. Is there a way of making the skeptic creed at the end of the show? My ringtone. Yes. You become a patron for a certain amount of time. I believe it's in there somewhere, a certain level of patronage. If you want to get a ringtone from us, all you have to do is send us a message. Once you've been a patron for that amount of time, and uh, we will send you a uh, ringtone, yep. a ringtone or whatever you like. So uh, if it's a, a bit on the show, great. If it's an old uh, a clip that we play. If it happens to be the Skeptic's Creed, all that stuff is totally available. Just become a patron and it's no worries. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, we'd love to have it. We'd love to have you Be as a fun. patron, Jane. Come on over. So come on over. Uh, the water's and, fine. And, and, we'd love to, and we'd love to do it. Just check our Patreon page out and you can see uh, see what level that, uh, that that perk is. Glad you like the Skeptic's Creed. Thank you. We uh, streamed this week. I mentioned it earlier. We had a lot of fun. It's nearly an hour long. I think that stream was long. Was so long if you want extra content this week, hit the stream up, like it, on Facebook, like it on Twitch, heart it on other places, subscribe on YouTube, whatever it is that, whatever it takes. But go check it out this week. It's a full long stream. It did not break this week. We have a new solution um, and check it out because I do rant about that solution. So go check it out. <laughs> and that might be 45 minutes of the hour long stream. You got a little work done. I had to get a little work done. But up. check it out if you get a chance. Um, the streams are a lot of fun. If you're a patron, you should get all of that audio this week sometime. I don't. I, I've been saying that you get it uh, before this, before the this show comes out, but that's not always true. Sometimes Ian doesn't get to it, but you will have it before the next stream. But if you want to join us for our streams, you can always join us on uh, Thursday night. We try to do them every Thursday. We didn't do one last week because we were out of town, but this week we came back, uh, did a whole stream. We're going to do another one next week, Thursday night, nine o'clock central. Come join us all the different places. You can find it on our social media. You can find it on our website. Uh, come join us, come play with us. Uh, the streams are getting larger as the weeks go on and we're having a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of chat interaction and there's a whole community there to interact with. So come join us. That's going to wrap it up for this week. We're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptics Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. 
couched in scientician double bubble toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative acupunctuating pressurized stereogram pyramidal free energy healing water downward spiral brain dead pan sales pitch late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, Cancer Cures, Detox, Reflex, Foot Massage, Death and Towers, Tarot Cars, Psychic Healing, Crystal Balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, Aliens, Churches, Mosques and Synagogues, Temples, Dragons, Giant Worms, Atlantis, Dolphins, Truthers, Birthers, Witches, Wizards, Vaccine Nuts, Shaman Healers, Evangelists, Conspiracy, Doublespeak, Stigmata, Nonsense. Expose Your Signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.